please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. 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 streaming live soon. Good morning. It's a wonderful privilege to be with you this morning. We're in Athens, Georgia, and uh, we're just happy that uh, you join us this morning to hear the Word of God. And uh, uh, there's a lot of people in Brazil listening to us. Uh, and uh, throughout Europe, throughout Africa. So we want to welcome all those of you who speak English. And uh, I wish I could speak Portuguese, but it won't work. I have to speak I have to speak English. But uh, those in Brazil, uh, I can speak a little Portuguese and, and minister to you. Amen. By the way, stay with us all morning from 9 to 12 this morning with programming and all kinds of wonderful teaching and blessings. And uh, have a big surprise for you this morning. But let's just worship the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask you, God, that uh, you will watch and look over us, God. Put your hand on us and extend your, your mercy, your goodness, your kindness to us. We submit to you this morning, Lord. We, we believe that uh, your grace is sufficient and your kindness and your goodness. And so we, we, we bless you this morning, God, and ask you to... Watch over these proceedings and bless the people in North Georgia and Atlanta that are watching this in Virginia, uh, 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 in Lawrenceville, Georgia. In Jesus' name, yes, amen. Amen. I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me all my days. I've been held in your hand From the moment that I wake up 
to lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in darkest night. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the mercies of God. Goodness is running after, is running after me. Goodness is running after, he's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. You have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, Praise the Lord. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness and your faithfulness. This morning, I have a, a, just a wonderful privilege to introduce to you Jerry Varnado. Pastor Jerry is pastor of Ray, Ray Chapel's United Methodist Church, where I attend, and Marus and I attend, and we are, are so blessed. By the way, Jerry uh, uh, was the first uh, uh, praise leader, or not, not praise leader, first uh, no, no, he was the chairman of the board for about 25 years for RBM, for Rick Bonfin Ministries. He, he, I couldn't find the word chairman there for now and then. <laughs> That's old age. <laughs> it's creeping on me like a faster says on gun smoke. It's creeping on me. 
But, uh, but Jerry's been a blessing to me, just a personal friend, a wonderful pastor, and a powerful teacher, and uh, uh, he's got, he's a, he used to be a Georgia football player. He's got everything that makes you like this guy. And, uh, and from a football player to a preacher and, uh, and, uh, and have a Beverly, his wife, and, and two children in Atlanta. And we want to welcome Jerry Vanadu this morning to, to RBM TV. And uh, we're glad that he is with Jerry. Share with us the, the gospel this morning. People want to hear. Amen. Thank you, Rick. What a joy it is to be here. I, I'm always uh, good to be and minister to you. When you were talking about the good old days, do uh, you realize how long ago that's been? <laughs> we first met 40 years ago. 40 years ago. And I was still a lawyer at that time. And uh, uh, gosh, we've had a good time. When sure. God has blessed yeah. us, oh Lord, it's yes, been we good. Did. We did. Well, it's a joy to be with you this morning to share the gospel with you. And in, 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 uh, Light of what we're going through as a people in America. Now, I, I just thought that I would, well, not even people in America. It's all over the world uh, with this pandemic. Uh, I thought I would share with you from John uh, chapter 14. And I want to talk about peace. The peace that Jesus gives. I think many people in our world today are looking for peace. Because our world is in a turmoil. But listen to these words from Jesus. John 14, beginning at verse 25. Jesus replied, Any, I'm sorry, I got the wrong verse. Verse 25. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace. I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And now, Father, give me grace that I can speak with clarity of speech and thought and that you would all give us ears to hear what you need to say to, to your church today. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, peace is kind of one of those tricky words. Uh, it can have several shades of meaning uh, depending on the circumstances that you're talking about. Now, the dictionary gives several meanings. Uh, the first is the absence of war or other hostilities. Uh, the second is freedom from quarrels and disagreement, or, or you might say harmonious relationships. The third is freedom from fear and strife. And I just ask you, are we at peace today? And the answer to that question would have to be yes and no. There is no war in the sense of an open, intense, armed conflict with other nation or nations, but uh, can we deny that the war on terror exists and it looms as a threat that can turn a peaceful city into a battleground in just a matter of minutes. And we've seen that happen. Uh, and uh, the changes in our normal living uh, occasioned by the corona uh, pandemic are constant reminders of the threats to our personal health and also our national and world economies. And therefore, it threatens our peace. I would suggest 
that stress, anxiety, uncertainty, and fear that were that we are experiencing in this moment as a people were also stirring in the hearts of the people who first heard these words of Jesus. Uh, Jesus is drawing big crowds, uh, but there is increasing and stiff opposition from uh, the uh, political and religious leaders among the Jewish people. And Jesus has told his disciples, they're going to kill me. I, I'm going to be killed. They could, and, and that was so foreign to their understanding of Messiah. I mean, it's like they didn't even believe it, even though it came from Jesus. And uh, it's just the opposite of every, every expectation they had. In the middle of the chaos and the confusion and the mounting fear of uncertainty that was growing around this band of people that were following Jesus, he spoke these words, Peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. My peace I give to you. You see, the peace of the world is fickle. It comes and goes with the circumstances, right? And, uh, uh, and, and, and the circumstances of our lives. Uh, it's always tentative. You can't count on it for one minute. It flees at the first sign of trouble. On the other hand, Jesus says, My peace I give to you. And this is peace that the world cannot give, and that's because this peace is rooted in a deep personal trust in God's goodness and in God's power and in God's desire to help us in the time of trouble. I tell you, I, sometimes I wonder how we live in this world and and. This message isn't getting to people. God is not out to get us, except in the sense to get us in His family so He can love on us. God's not out to get us. God is for us. God, God is the biggest uh, cheerleader we have. The psalmist put it this way in Psalm 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help. In the time of trouble. Therefore we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea and its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake at its surging, we will not fear. We will not fear. We need to understand that courage is not what overcomes fear. Rather, courage allows us to move forward even in the face of fear. I, I've never heard anybody that fought stiff fighting in combat. and I had talked to some World War II veterans that went through some horrible stuff. and All of my uncles fought in the Pacific. And uh, he said they were scared to death all the time. There was fear everywhere. But courage is what, what allows you to go ahead and do what you need to do in the face of fear. It is Faith, believing God. Now, what I said, I didn't say believing in God. I said believing God. They're different things. Believing God that shatters fear. Remember with me the story in Mark 4, if you would. That the disciples are in a boat and they're out in the Sea of Galilee. And uh, that region's given for sudden 
storms, if you would, that come up because of the wind coming over the mountains and the change of the air currents. And, and they got in this bad squall. And, and it's bad. The waves are breaking over the boat, and the disciples are trying to bail out the boat, keep that thing afloat. And guess where Jesus is? He's back in the back asleep on a cushion. And finally they go there and wake him up and say, Jesus, don't you care if we drown? And he got up, looked out over the boat and said, Quiet, be still. And the wind died down and the ocean got calm. And he looked at his disciples and said, Why are you still afraid? Do you have no faith? He didn't say, do you have no courage? He says, do you have no faith? It is faith that destroys fear. Faith, not courage, is the cure for fear. Now, faith then is believing what God has said. Not believing in God, that He exists, but believing what God said. Just like the psalm that I, I just read, that, that He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. And there are a few others. Let me just remind you of a few. John 16:33 says, "These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world." And the insinuation is because we allow the spirit of Jesus to live in us, we can overcome the world the same as he did. Then there's Romans 8:31. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is with us, who can be against us? Or what can be against us? If God is walking with us, upholding us by His power, giving us His love and mercy and power in our bodies to overcome all things, then what can be against us? Then there's 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. That means all these problems we face in the world, not people. Because, he says, the one who is in you is greater than the one that's in the world. In Romans 8, 37, Paul said, In all the problems and pain that we experience trying to live holy lives in an unholy world, we are conquerors. Y'all didn't catch me, did you? That's not right. He didn't say we're con conquerors. We are more than conquerors. More than conquerors through Him who loved us. I think you get my gist. Now, there's one last thing that I need to talk about. This peace. Don't try to understand it. This peace that Jesus gives, it doesn't make any sense. It defies logic. It defies reason. Because it's not natural. It is supernaturally given by Jesus through the Holy Spirit living in us. And all we have to do is receive it by faith. But there are some things <laughs> that we need to do in order to receive. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7, and this is from the J.B. Phillips translation. Paul writes, Delight yourself in God. Yes! Find your joy in Him at all times. 
I think some other translations say rejoice. And again I say, rejoice. Have a reputation for gentleness. And never forget the nearness of God. Never forget the nearness of the Lord. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, no matter what doors you have to walk through or knock down, know that the Lord is beside you, that, that, that the Lord is with you. He is personally with you, and He's on your side. He's pulling for you to make it. Now, Paul continues in Philippians. Don't worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your needs in earnest and thankful prayer. And the peace of God, which transcends human understanding, will keep constant guard over your hearts and minds as they rest in Christ Jesus. So to Christians, shelter in place is just a little bit different if you're not a Christian. Shelter in place to us means more than just staying at home. It means to abide in God, to abide in Jesus, to rest in the peace and assurance of an omnipotent, loving, sovereign, heavenly Father who is with us, who is on our side, who will make all things right. Someday, our hope is certain and will lead to a place where God Himself will be with us and be our God. It's going to be the Garden of Eden. We'll get to walk with with the Lord in the cool of the day in the Garden. He said then He's going to wipe every tear from our eyes. There's going to be uh, no more death or mourning or crying or pandemics. The old order of things is going to pass away. And new things are going to come. Only an eternal perspective will keep our hearts safe from fear and anxiety uh, in these present circumstances that we live. Uh, and it will then, if we'll just trust God and allow God's peace to reign in our hearts, we'll find that Jesus does give us that peace. Now, let me close out my my comments with. Just reading the rest of Philippians chapter 4, the last two verses, and then one little encouragement at the end. Listen to how J.B. Phillips translates this text. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on true things. Noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, the best, not the worst. The the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me and what you heard and saw and realized. Do that. And the God who makes everything work together will work uh, into you His most excellent harmonies or the peace that Jesus gives. When you're living that way, I would ask you to pray for our friends and neighbors who are seeking peace and looking for peace. And I pray we follow the example or or the advice that Peter gave us in 1 Peter 3.15. He said, But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope 
you have. You know, peace and hope go hand in hand. You know, not many people that don't have peace, they don't have hope. If they have hope, they've got peace. That's usually the way it works. He said, well, be always give a, live your life in such a way that people will come and ask you about the hope you have and the peace that's in your heart. He said, but then tell them, but do this with gentleness and respect. The people around us, especially those who know that we profess to be Christians, are watching us, particularly in times of difficulty. If they see us living in joy and peace and hope, uh, without anxiety and fear, and we make ourselves available to them, they may just come and ask us about our joy. And how can you live in hope? How can, how can you be so joyful in this horrible time? And then we got a chance to tell them. It's the peace that Jesus gives. And He'll give it to you if you'll just ask. <coughs> Would you pray with me, please? <coughs> Father, we give you thanks that even in the face of a world pandemic, uh, that we have your peace living in our hearts and your joy. And uh, we just ask you, God, to help us, equip us, that we can live abundantly in the face of this pandemic and the others, people around us will come and ask us, how do we live this way? And we can tell them it's all because of Jesus and the peace that He gives. Help us be effective ministers, Lord, in this time of worldwide crisis. In Jesus we pray. Amen. God bless you. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I'm worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When my way grows dear, precious Lord, engineer, when my light is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand, lest I fall, precious Lord, precious Lord, lead me home, precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I'm warm. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Precious Lord. Precious Lord, lead me home.
Would you say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart today. Remove the fear from me, God. I'm locked up on this house. I can't go anywhere. And I have to do some things that are very important to my family. So put, put the, the faith that will protect me when I have to do something. Not my courage, but my faith, God, covers me as I do what needs to be done every day. I ask you to come into my heart this morning. We're praying to this morning for Olivia, the little girl who is in Atlanta committing suicide, trying to take her life. She's 13 years old. We're praying for, for Michelle Frierson, God. We ask you to reestablish her. And we pray, God, for her. For India this morning. You don't know who India is, but we know God protect India and release her from that bondage. Father, we pray for David Bleakman in the hospital this morning. God, just watch over my brother. Heal him completely, Lord, from this problem. Uh, God, we we pray, God, for Danielle in Brazil solving the problems with uh, the cartorio and all the paperwork that it's about to close after 25 years of trying to get it done. God, I pray for Felipe this morning as he puts power in his house again that went out yesterday. God, I thank you, Lord, for Jerry Varnadour being with us this morning. I thank you, God, for this word that strengthens us. The Lord be with you. Amen. And I know that God's going to watch you. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Never, never let your trouble catch you down. When temptation comes your way, lift your head up high and say, Hallelujah, anyhow. See you tomorrow. Jesus